0: In today's episode, Nancy arrives with a lot of questions. And as we talk about the questions, we realize that life is constant questions. And even if we find an answer in one moment that seems uh, assuring to us and safe to us, it actually just brings us to more questions. And so what I think we discover in this podcast is that life is perpetual mysteries, perpetual questions, And it's okay, and it's safe, and it's pretty exciting to be in the questions. We don't need answers. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Welcome to Expansive Minds Podcast, Gateway to Freedom, a podcast where two friends, Aileen and Nancy, explore and expand beyond what they think they know in order to live a life of freedom. Thank you for joining us, and away we go.
0: Hello. Hello. Hi, Nancy. Hi, Aileen.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're just talking. We're tired. We're tired (laughs) because we didn't sleep. The moon is getting us. I just happened to say to her, I said, for some reason, last night, and I'm big on my sleep protocols, Mm -hmm. and I was still just, I think I finally closed my eyes at 2.30. Yeah. And then Aileen said, oh, it's the moon. I'm like, what? Mm Mm-hmm. So full moon
0: uh, makes you. A lot of energy, in some, in, yeah. Energy. That you know, sort of the mythical story of the werewolf. Yeah, that's that's. And, and working in a nursing home for a while, keeping an eye on the amazing residents, you could really see them getting jazzed up and fired up. Full moon, yeah. Because it has an effect on the tides, right? We're water. I mean, we talked before. We're water, right? Lunatic, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nancy, but I good didn't leap. realize it
1: expects it, it like affected sleep. That's what I. Absolutely. So yes. yeah. So First, yeah at some points. Sure. Gotcha. So yeah. So I'm crashing. <laughs> oh, <no>. So, <laughs> but we're gonna f- summon our second wind. Um, so we'll set the intention? Mm-hmm. Great. All right. So we set the intention <laughs> <laughs> to laugh and to be channels of love and light and upliftment and to explore with the intent of not necessarily needing to know the answers, but just hoping that we uplift all. And so it is. Mm. Because we were trying to decide what should we talk about and we didn't have anything to talk about, but then as we were talking, we were like talking about something. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So, um, so I was, was saying that, um, I have been around a lot of deaths lately um, and mm-hmm. I had gone to a service on Monday and Eileen came straight from mm-hmm. a service and um, the one like it just these, these sudden death things are a little freaky uh, to me and it's really easy to get caught up in oh my god something's happening and uh, some people say oh it's it's COVID it did damage to us and some people say no it's the vaccine it did damage to us and and then you just said People are just leaving, People <laughs> was just going, it's a wave.
0: I'm like, what, mm-hmm. what do you mean by wave? Mm-hmm. Right, so a couple of years ago, I noticed uh, through social media, which is really kind of cool in a lot of ways, uh, on my uh, Facebook feed, I'm seeing like, oh, this person's dog died, this person's dog died. Oh, like lots of dogs were dying mm-hmm. and lots of cats. And I'm like, whoa, the, all these animals are dying in this like chunk of time, like very close chunk of time. And I thought, there's a reason for this, right? That's the part where we talk about more to be revealed and being open instead of shutting down and coming up with the judgment, like you're saying, like, it was the COVID, it was the COVID, it was the jab, It was like, well, no, let's sit back and see what unfolds. So what I noticed, this was years ago, was that, I mean, I had a feeling that there was a plan. I'm like, this is just, there's something going on here. And then not long after that, there was a natural disaster in another country. And I thought, oh, this is, this is interesting. Well, what and does that have to do
1: with animals in your area dying?
0: Because time and space is an illusion. Okay. And the consciousness, energy never dies, it just changes shape, yep, right? Yep, yep. And I brought it back to an a experience I had around, um, I forget the year, but it was when Japan had a big um, tsunami. Mm. And uh, it was before the tsunami hit, it was two or three days before that, and a lot of my clients were feeling anxiety. And I said, note, something is going to happen yes. on the globe. The globe, there will be a natural disaster. It ten- I tend to notice it a correlation with a natural disaster at, this, at that point anyway, that we can feel mm-hmm. it. And there's been experiments and viewing and watching animals shift and change, uh, yeah, across the globe when a natural disaster happens somewhere else. Huh. You know, they talk about cows, like animals that will react to something that's happening in their area, area, but they've also seen it at distances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, in the, so I'm saying to my clients, okay, notice, something is up, something is up. And then early in the morning, I got a text from a client that said, I know what it is, I know what it is. Japan had a tsunami. Uh-huh. And that made sense because i had had this strange dream and we can talk at some point about the way I'm discerning dreams like when I'm asleep, they feel different for different reasons. So over the years I've been able to be like, oh, that's me psychically or telepathically connecting to someone, this is this, this is, they all feel a little different nuances. So I knew that the dream I had that night, while I was asleep, it wasn't like a dream-like state, I was actually asleep. In my dream, I saw a, um, I was looking out a big window. And I saw this, it looked like a tornado, but it was like above the water. And I'm like, this is weird. And then I felt myself really tippy, tippy, tippy. And there was a little girl that I grabbed onto and I got her down some stairs and out the stair, like out front. And I just kept saying to her, I have you, you're safe, you're safe. And then I woke up to a text about the um, Tsunami. tsunami. And then I was telling another, my friend, about it, and she had seen a picture of a water... Funnel thing, yeah. And okay. she sent it to me, and she said, and it was a very similar view, it was through a window. Oh, and she cool. said, I saw this, and it reminds me of what you explained to me. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay, so yeah, my consciousness are, was there. Yeah, dreams are a whole... Our consciousness leaves us. It's not, like, yeah. if we think it's, like, just all consolidated all night where we're sleeping, I don't yeah. believe that's true. Right. And so and that's think, why animals, when they're out of their bodies, Yes. It's like, how cool that animals could go and give support and warmth. You know, you hear people say all the time, like, well, I went flying out of that car. For all purposes, I should be dead. I don't know how they found me over here and I was alive. Yeah.
1: Hmm. hmm. Right? So this was the question we were talking about yeah. was, how much say do you have in it? Right? So we were talking about mm-hmm. somebody was, you said somebody that Kirsty Alley died or some famous person died and really fast. Mm -hmm. From cancer and, um, you know, we look at our Louise Hay book and it's resentment. And so, and this is a question that I've never gotten an answer to. So if somebody is sick and they're not getting better, is it that they end up passing because they haven't got their alignment? Or are they passing because they chose this path of illness to leave and it was all part of the plan? hmm. So
0: yeah, it's know. right. That's the curious thing. I, I think one of the curious things. So number one, we're all going to leave our Earth suits. I <laughs> at love this juncture. that Earth suits. I love right? that. Yeah, yeah. So to have negative judgment or any judgment on somebody who dies, whether it's suicide, drug overdose, cancer, Parkinson's, it's like, OK, let's lay off the judgments because we're leaving the planet. Actually, my grandmother, amazing story about my grandmother, my Irish grandmother, she kept saying um, throughout the years, I just want to die in a car accident. I just want, I want it quick, fast, over with. And she was a tough broad, my grandmother, but we had a soft bond. We We became pen pals and cool stuff happened. But anyway, amazing, amazing and no surprise that uh, she lived in Florida and she came to do like a trek. She was like, oh, I'm gonna go up and, and see my Aunt Barbara arguing for the Supreme Court. And around the same time, my stepsister was having a wedding. And so she comes up from Florida, she does her New York visit. She's from New York, does this New York visit, comes up, sees all of her kids and her grandkids, like sees everybody, shh, goes back down to Florida. And I think a day or two later, I hear in my answering machine, my Aunt Barbara is kind of like just spitting it out, but like saying, Grandma's dead, and we're like, "How could Grandma? She was just here. What happened? Yeah. Car accident. Car accident. And one of their good friends was driving.
1: So she kind of manifested this she self-fulfilling, did, and died
0: instantly. She wasn't wearing her seatbelt, as would be true to my tough, broad <laughs> Irish grandmother. And uh, they got hit, and she was in the back seat. She flew across, broke her neck, done. Hmm. And you're like, well, where's the problem there? She's like I'm not gonna I'm, she, I'm not sticking so she around chose for she
1: chose her she chose her that. departure method and mm-hmm. th- and then she yeah but she kept
0: saying she wanted to do that but
1: so the healing thing is just fascinating to me because I was listening to a cryon talking about how there's a lot that goes on with the healing modality and you mm-hmm. know you have probably mm-hmm. had people that you put on the table and like instantly like results yeah, and there are people probably absolutely. that you might have been working on for years who still haven't mm-hmm. maybe made a ton of progress and crying was i didn't finish the lecture but he was saying <laughs> so, something about well first off there has to be consent right so Correct. the person who's Agreed. on who has to say okay mm-hmm. i'm i'm on board with this mm-hmm. and but then sometimes even if they say that you still can't heal so okay. did, does that mean that they really so let's let's meaning? change the word he- let's
0: cha- look at the word healing so okay. one of the things, my first teacher uh, in polarity therapy was my first modality. I love this. She said, when you're working with someone who is in um, this state of existence, right? So mm-hmm. my, we might we call that dying, right? Actively dying. Uh, she said, you know, when someone comes to you, it's not because they're going to stay on the planet. They can heal and leave the planet. Healing has nothing to do with your body form because your body form is gonna you're dropping out of it anyway. Healing is being in this, let's say, a sacred soul alignment and unison with the divine. So you can be in an unconditional love and still die. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Just because you're in unconditional love doesn't mean all of a sudden your cancer is gonna pop out of your body and be gone forever, or you're gonna Magically start, you know, have ALS and be like this, and then all of a sudden start talking. I mean, you could, but that doesn't mean. But the mm-hmm. healing is healing self-love, maybe getting healing relationships with the people, you know, letting go of resentment. So mm-hmm. the part of being with someone during this particular process of their life is to support them to to find ease, right? Because we talk about disease is dis-ease, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? So if we're supporting someone to be in ease, if we're holding the space for their um, alignment into love, yeah. Yeah. Like, how cool, like what a great way for them to then like, whoo, yeah. you know? <laughs> well, that's
1: what Abraham says. When you croak, she says croak because they make fun of death because she says there isn't any. So, right. Um, but when you croak, you find you're back in that alignment, and then mm-hmm. you maybe jump back in again if you
0: choose to. Mm-hmm. So some to of these things, in. like this work is really great. Um, you brought Louise Hay and all of mm-hmm. Those are important because I think there are these little messages that say, hey... You know, you um, your cells have, you know, are, are replicating. Let's say for cancer, your cells are replicating mm, in this really grumpy way because you feel trapped in your life. You have mm-hmm. um, justifiable anger, which is something over the years I've picked up on cancer, which is why I think it can be really hard to get a handle on it because it's justifiable anger. It's the stuff that you're. Yeah, it is aggravating. It is upsetting, yeah. and then. And then the person gets into the healthcare system, which sometimes can contribute to the justifiable oh. anger, right? They're like waiting for hours or yeah. maybe they don't get the right nurse, yeah. or, you know? Or so um, that's, that to me is one of the toughest aspects mm-hmm. um, of it. But, you know, to, to judge it as, and that, that's what happened when we started finding like, oh, I can have some control or align my thinking to uh, maybe, you know, work myself through without out this discomfort, yeah. this dis-ease. Yeah. However, as as my very, very first, my, the person I went to for energy work, he said, you know, sometimes, he said, there's a tear in the spacesuit, and sometimes you just, you just can't, can't fix it.
1: So then I wanted to explain with the Louise Hay, yeah. right? So where, where are we? There we go, like, looking for the camera. <laughs> Um, so this was like one of my first book, a lot of mm-hmm. us is like kind of our first great. book. Great, great. So it, it talks you, like all these books, the author goes into her history and how she came mm-hmm. to be. And she says 99 point blah, blah, blah percent of people's issues are, uh, self-love. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that causes people dis-ease is, is mm-hmm. self-worth, self-love. Um, and we've talked of affirmations and it's interesting when I, would do affirmations. I mean, we're talking 12 years ago when I started kind of playing around with this stuff Mm -hmm. and it was just hokey, you know, but now uh, the energy is such that there are actual commands to the universe Mm -hmm. according to Kryon and a lot of these energy people that are tracking the energy saying is in a place where it's never been before. Mm -hmm. Frequencies are just uh, ripe for working with Um, But the biggest thing with this book that I go to constantly is in the center of the book is a table. So invariably, a kid will come to me or me or I'm feeling something and I will go into the book and there are columns. So it's the first column is the problem and then the next one is probable cause of the problem. But this is where I think the meat is, I don't even Mm -hmm. need to know these, is um, new thought patterns. Mm, Yes. So just jump right there. Like so, why you know? Because I think it's easy to analyze and get to the bottom, in which we've said there is no bottom. Um, so I'm trying to think. Uh, let me get a. Yeah, let me get a give good an one. an example so
0: people can hear. Yeah, it. let's yeah.
1: get a good one. Um, because we
0: know, but people who are watching might not know. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Do you want to pick a pick a disease, and I'll look it up. <laughs> you want to pick something. Mm. Insomnia.
0: Okay. go. Yeah, there you go. Insomnia. Go ahead. Insomnia. Okay. Besides the full moon. In addition <laughs> to the full moon.
1: Probable cause, beside the full moon. <laughs> fear, not trusting the process of life, mm. and guilt. Now, I like I said, I have been fearful lately, seeing all these people just mm. drop like flies. I mean, the insurance companies, life insurance companies, say they have never, ever had payouts like this, ever. Like they're having a hard, they're like going to go bankrupt, like they are cashing out on so many policies mm-hmm. so so for whatever reason these people leaving the planet mm-hmm. I, yeah it is a little unnerving to me mm. um so okay so insomnia probable cause would be fear not trusting the process of life or guilt so the new thought pattern is i lovingly release the day and slip into peaceful sleep knowing tomorrow will take care of itself mm. oh that's a beautiful that one is beautiful. i lovingly release the day and slip into peaceful sleep knowing tomorrow will take care of itself so that's your abracadabra magic mm-hmm. spell, which is new train of thought. Mm-hmm. And I agree, if you, if you, a lot of the intention is, I have to heal myself. But now you're bringing more of attention to the fact that you're not healed. Yes, there's something
0: mm-hmm. wrong. As mm-hmm. opposed
1: to, I wanna be comfortable. And mm-hmm. this, this thought process of fear is not comfortable, mm-hmm. so, Lovingly releasing the day into a peaceful sleep feels a lot better. So, subtle, splitting hairs maybe, but different than, I have to heal my insomnia. Exactly.
0: Right, and (laughs) uh, so Randolph Stone, uh, I say channeled polarity therapy. It's kind of energy um, work. And he was a um, osteopathic doctor. He was a chiropractor. I mean, the guy did like all this stuff. And, And a lot of his language is based in Ayurvedic Medicine mm-hmm. from India. What I love, you know, we take these tidbits out that are so crucial for each of us. What I loved is, yes, he talked about dis ease and he, oh, I love the terminology. He focused on the words health building and mm. vitality. Yes. So instead of saying, I have to heal yes. or I have an illness or blah, blah, it's like, oh, I am in a period of focused health building. Love it. Right? I'm in a period of, so when people like post or whatever on social media that they're having surgery or whatever, and I'm like, oh, I'm envisioning the vibration of vitality surging through your veins. Because what else do you want to do? Like, I mean, not to be rude, but it's kind of like, oh, I'm praying for you. Well, what does that really mean? I'm like, oh, you know, like, no, let it go, let it go, you know?
1: The new thing I do with folks, because I heard Kryon say, now you can do it, you can actually send your inner being Mm-hmm. And overlay theirs, um. So what boost, it, let's go back boost. to the dogs
0: who leave the planet. Why couldn't they go over to another country, especially if they're out of their bodies?
1: Hmm. So, so if you, as mean. an
0: alive person,
1: setting, can put take yeah. the energy with my tactile, consciousness, yes.
0: Over, why couldn't they then
1: right. decide? But they are not a thinking, so they they go instead. They well, they think. are pretty
0: thinking, considering I mean, what my dog just n- did
1: for not me. Not like a, not like a human being thinking.
0: Hmm. Oh, yeah, you think? <laughs> what did your dog do for you? Hmm. <laughs> well, so my dog, who just went over the rainbow, right? Yeah. A lot of amazing things happened. So one of the things, and I just saw this amazing woman at the service that I was just at. Um, so for me, I had a judgment that I wanted to bring Hattie, my dog, to Vermont and get a vet up there to come to the house in Vermont so she could be my, like, wouldn't that be the best, right? Yeah. It was not working out. It mm-hmm. was not working out. And then I was like, okay, well, this vet hasn't gotten back to me. This vet doesn't do it at, well, then I'll go to their office on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then I said, well, okay, I'll come to your office. You don't do it. She's like, well, we're actually really short staffed, so I can't see you on Saturday. I'm like, wow. So then I have this vibe, um, that one of my daughter's very good friends in sixth grade is a bat, And I have this hit like this is the night kind of before I want to like I'm moving into this transition because I know Hattie needs to go because she has a lot of dementia. So um, I texted my daughter and I said, do you think Erin could do this for me? Now, in my brain, I was like, I don't want to bring her into a facility where she's going to be nervous on a hard, you know, Steel table with Mm. people she doesn't know. Like, I got this whole judgment going on, right? Because I think I know. So I get this hit that it's supposed to, I think it's supposed to be Aaron. So I wrote to my daughter and she said, Mom, honestly, I immediately thought of Aaron. Like, I thought it was supposed to be Aaron. I'm like, Thank you for the confirmation. So my dog was so smart that she. wanted me to go to a person who I knew before she was ever in my life. Because this is my last dog for a little bit. I've had mm. dogs for 40 years. Wow. 40 yeah. years. And then before that, I had a dog that was like my parent, my family yeah. dog. Yeah. But I've been yeah. in charge of yeah. caretaking a dog for f- one to three dogs at a time for 40 years. Yeah. So I was like, am I going to emotionally be able to function without a dog? Like, this is going to be weird and hard. I was prepared. Like, I was prepared. I didn't know how smart Hattie was. So I'm like, oh, my gosh, Hattie. I'm going to go to someone who I knew way before I ever knew you existed and had you. And there's this, this, this sense of continuation that's like, oh, you lived fine without me. You're going to be with this person, and now you're going to be okay without, like, without me on the earth plane, you know, right, my earth right. suit. And Erin was absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I, and, I, and she was like, oh, my office is in Waltham. I thought it was closer. I'm like, oh, this is, what is, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Plus, the truth is, my dog, with her dementia, she was, she appeared to be more, I don't say with it, but she was more animated when she was on a new, when we walked on a new road, or we did something new. She really liked that. And so I'm thinking she needs to be in like, oh, you know this place. She was like, give me an adventure for, you know, she was part German short-haired pointer, very excited and happy to meet people. So so we're waiting outside the office in a place we've never been. She's like, this is great. You know, she's like also like old and (laughs) half asleep, but she's watching people. She's got a treat in her mouth. And I'm like, exactly Hattie. Like exactly Hattie. This is exactly what we should be doing. And Erin Is exa- I'm like, I coached her in soccer for years. And an oh, wow. adorable story about Erin is that um, when I, uh, I coached sports on Nantuck and I had to break through a very strong male dominated, patriarchal, this is the way we coach sports. And mm-hmm. I think I was probably one of, the, one of if not the first female coach on the island. Oh, wow. Right, and I just came in like, you know, I yeah. grew up with playing soccer with boys. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm a soccer coach, I'm a yeah. soccer player. What are yeah. you guys talking about? Yeah. So I had worked in my way uh, in Nantucket to finally be kind of tolerated um, the way that I coached <laughs> and put girls all on my team. And they're just like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, uh, I'm coaching successful teams. I don't know what, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so then I moved back to Bedford. That's yeah. where I got housing. And uh, so I'm like, okay, I'm about to coach a team of sixth grade girls who I do not know any of them except for my own daughter. And I was like, I'm just gonna be Aileen, kind of in the last, one of the last podcasts I talk about, yeah. right, yeah. at college. So I do the packet that you're supposed to send out with the schedule and permission and everything and then I write a letter and I'm including glow-in-the-dark stars. <laughs> I've got like all this stuff and I'm like, yeah, like, yeah. are they going to be ready for me, you know? Yeah. So the first day of practice I show up and I'm, I'm ready for these sixth grade girls to be like, Pfft. like, I don't know what's going to happen. Erin yeah. comes up to me and she says, coach, like basically, I really love the packet that you gave us and I love the stars and I'm like, Yeah. And she was the one then that was the vet who put Hattie to help Hattie go over the rainbow. And then we were talking about magical stories. Aww. Magic, like that this is not the end and this is a thing. So that was not my thinking. I will tell you right now, that was not my ego plan. That was Hattie's plan.
1: I love your expression, Earth Suit, when you texted me and said, I can't podcast this week because um, I have to bring Hattie's Earth Suit. To, I have to yeah. say, I had to get my berry. I'm like, I can't. and then when you said she went over there, I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, I like that
0: Earth suit. So she's just in a different suit now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and you'll love this too. So this does have to do with dying. So um, she, so she transitioned on a Friday. In Waltham with amazing Erin and all this yeah. love and history, yeah. right? She put she put me in the hands and the energy of exactly what I needed. Well, right. Even though needed, I didn't right. know yeah. what so I needed. needed yeah, she, she needed you, the adventure and she put me in the hands of the someone who was system. perfect. Yeah. Exactly. So then we go, uh, drive up. I, I worked, I did see a, a client, and then drove to Vermont, but it was dark and late. So the next day was gonna we're gonna bury her. Because um, I, for me, I think it's really important to go through the process. Like I need, I need to see, touch, do the whole thing. Okay. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm of course dreading it because I'm also sure. like a human, right? Yeah. All these yeah. things are perfectly fine. It's gonna be like the worst, and I know it. Yeah. But I'm also like I'm in, and yeah. I don't yeah. like it. So um, we we bring her earth suit, right? Out <laughs> in a wagon. The hole is dug, and uh, so this is Saturday, and it's important for for. Because I'm going to go back to something. So then I pull her out. <laughs> and I completely forget, because, like, I'm in another, pfft, that uh, I had a wonderful man come and clear a bunch of the woods behind the house. Yeah. It's all woods, but I clear because we're going to do a garden. Oh. Nice. Right? So yeah. we have solar panels because it's an off-the-grid house. And then there's a place where we've had, uh, um, like, a bonfire area, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. John's burning some shrub, scrub. And I come out, and I go... <laughs> Like, did you move the fire pit? Because I don't remember it being, like, so open. Yeah. It's because I forgot that the trees all go... I was did you move the fire pit? And then I started laughing. I'm like, oh, no, wait. It's so open because we cleared this whole area. Yeah. So I'm standing there. So Hattie's earth suit, right, is mm-hmm. on this wagon. Yeah. And I'm looking with John. I'm like, wow, it's so open. This is really cool and amazing. And I'm talking about how open it is. Then we bury her. Um, and I'm like, wow, this is cool. She's actually right near the, like the intuition that he dug the hole prior because maybe she probably wouldn't make it through the winter and wanted to get the yeah. hole in. Um, we're like, look at, it. she's facing the house and she's right like, John, you picked the spot right near the garden. We're gonna be out here a lot, right? So he and I are talking about the garden and I'm talking about plants and I'm talking about, I said, you know, I'm a dog lover. I said, but you're a plant lover, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm talking about all this Saturday. Later Saturday, um, a new amazing friend of mine texts me and says, I had a dream and, you know, <laughs> someone mentioned that I should tell you about it because they think it's connected. And I was like, okay, great. Mm-hmm. And, and she had been focusing on me. Like her and her partner, they have been focusing. It was so sweet and loving. And so uh, she, <laughs> she says, so my dream on Friday night, And she's a cat person, not a dog person. So this makes sense. (laughs) But so in her dream, she said, I had a dream that uh, my partner brought me a kitten and into this room that was very, very open and filled with lots and lots of plants. And the energy she said was great because we were playing with the kitten and there was so much beautiful vibration. And I just remember thinking how open and spacious it was and how many plants oh my goodness. were growing. This is so cool. So time and space is an illusion. She, Hattie, heard on Friday yeah. the story and the conversation that John and I had the next day. Yeah. Now she translated, we talk about dreams. I do want to talk about dreams after we figure yeah. out if we have what we have for time. Because because she's a cat person, she wouldn't see a dog. Because her heart is I love cats. She's the translator. She's the translator. So So her story exactly right. And I was like, that did tie in. So the person who told you to tell me was hooked in and knew enough. And you heard that. Very cool. So there so when we talk about like so yes, this is important. All this was important in the eighties and nineties and two thousands. And then as you and I were talking about before we came on. And we have to always be ready to drop it to move on to the next.
1: Right. 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 Um, so, really quick, let me. Yeah. Gabriella Bella, how are we doing on time? Um, so you guys, have, I found out this works. Yeah, you um, fixed the mic. You have. It, you've been going for like twenty-five minutes. Okay, so we'll start to. Oh, well, always right. Just about. Because I ahead. wanted to talk about Say dreams. It. Say it. Well, yeah. because I know, I I'm asking questions things. I don't have the answers to, so I'm on a roll. Yeah. So awesome. let's continue go, to go. just. Be a, <laughs> a podcast that, that doesn't solve things for you. <laughs> well, we're just gonna ask questions. There's nothing ever to we're solve, poking, right? We're just, As Abraham knows, right? There's just nothing no answer. ever to you just solve. Keep going. So, um, yeah. difficult concept to understand dreams. Mm-hmm. So, but we, yeah. again, we have a limited time, and, and maybe we can talk That's more about it. Abraham says they are you trying out a reality, a more tangible. Way of trying out a reality before you bring it into form mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. other spiritual teachers will say it is an actual manifestation mm-hmm. um, others will say it is just uh, like a, a more of a western biological way is it 's a flushing mm-hmm. it 's what your brain it 's a biological function of your brain and it 's a flushing and then others will say you 're detached or you 're completely in your pineal so you 're actually in another dimension, playing out a scenario in one of your other planets, dimensions, lives. So, what is it? All, all All of it. See, did that
0: solve it (laughs) for you? Because I'm still like. (laughs) It's all of it. Okay. Because remember, we're multi-dimensional. Okay. (laughs) So whatever one you're having, whatever dream, focused interaction you're having is the dimension in which you're most focused on while you're asleep. So, I had wild experiences where I was asleep and I was translating what was happening in someone else's house, a friend of mine. I was translating it, didn't even know until the next day where I was like, oh, I had the weirdest dream last night and I'm talking about it. And the person was completely silent and then said, um, that's a conversation I was having on, a phone with, on the phone with a friend of mine at 11 o'clock last night. I'm like, oh, that was ah. in my dream. Hmm. And then what I started to notice is the colors of that were different than my usual colors of my dreams. So then I started to see how oh, they're nuances. And yeah, so yeah. when you get to sort of be like me and make it your scientific journey, yeah. and, and it's what I do. So I just, yeah. this is practice. So I can tell when I'm having someone else's thoughts, when I'm telepathically connected to someone else who's doing something on the yeah. earth plane. Another time, a friend of mine I knew was taking the boat, late boat in from Nantucket, I heard, I'm i in my dream, but I heard her open the door to her house and come in and say something when she put her keys on the door, on the mm-hmm. table. I called her the next day and uh, I said, I know you made it home safe and sound because you said this when you came in the door and you put your keys on the table. And she said, absolutely, yes, Thank I did. You. So I have
1: all I can do to deal with my own dreams and my own stuff and <laughs> I Although you think they're so, your own dreams and your own oh stuff. Oh yeah, maybe they're not, <laughs> maybe they're not. <laughs> all right, so we gotta wrap it up. So yeah, so we talked about lots of people leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not necessarily a bad. And thing. that they it's not a bad thing. Withhold judgment with of Withholding judgment. And, and withholding judgment of ailments yeah. um, and dreams. How do you wanna sum up it? Can we make, <laughs> so well, we've just asked a bunch of questions. That we're not sure if we give you answers to, <laughs> so, but can we give them anything to get through the week uh, to think about or to? Play
0: uh, I think what we're saying really, and is that um, there are forever incredible exploratory questions to, to life and to be in the question, to be in the mystery, to be in the mystery and accept that there are perpetual mysteries. right. And, and I, it's okay. And we're safe in the mystery. Admit,
1: that the answers, Change as well.: Yes, yes. That's, that's what I got them. So, perfect. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, more, more to be, be revealed.: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us on Expansive Mind's podcast, Gateway to Freedom. Until next time, more to be revealed.